You're listening to the BJJ Globetrotters Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you from St. Bart in the French West Indies. We talk jiu-jitsu, traveling, and people who do things a bit different in life. I am your host, Christian Graugard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the BJJ Globetrotters Pirate Radio Podcast. Uh, this is a bit of a special episode, mainly because I'm not talking as much as usual. Uh, I'll, I'm leaving the talking to someone else. Um, and um, it's special because this is around the time where I think we can confidently say that BJJ Globetrotters just turned 10 years old old um so i thought i would do something for the anniversary of globetrotters and um, what exactly i would do uh, i was not really sure to be honest um i feel like we've done a lot of things i mean it obviously kind of started out with a book in a sense um and um and then we made a movie and uh we've done a lot of things um Back in 2018, I'm looking at a poster on my wall right now that we did back then, um, which was a picture where basically we just asked everyone to send in their pictures from whatever BJJ Globetrotters uh, uh, related they could find. Uh, So it turned out to be just hundreds and hundreds of pictures of people from their academies and from camps and uh, with their friends from the community. Uh, and that was really cool. Um, we made a poster of that. It's still hanging here on my wall, but that's in 2018. It's been it's been uh, four years. Uh, it's been a while. Um, end of 2018, yeah. It also has a few stats on it. It's kind of fun to read. It says 605 affiliated academies. Obviously, the definition of an affiliate academy is up for debate, but um, 605 academies on our list of affiliates around the world. Um, And um, I'm really happy to say that we passed 1,000 academies at this point. I know it's it's just a number, but it's still kind of a a wild milestone to pass in a sense. something that I've obviously never had imagined, but pretty cool. And uh, hands down the biggest affiliation in the world in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So um, take that traditional affiliations. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot has happened in those four years, but even more has happened in the last 10 years um, since this kind of started, the snowball kind of started rolling. And um, to be honest, I had no idea how to kind of, um, uh, how do you wrap up 10 years of this? Uh, It's been insanely intense. Um, We just did our 86th camp. And uh, even to to try to summarize 86 camps would be an impossible task. So basically, my thought was, um, Globetrotters is kind of, community first than always has been it's it's about the people involved in it and uh, so i kind of made a post a few months ago that people could send me whatever they wanted pictures audio clips uh, 
video clips, anything, and then I would try to put it together in one way or another. I had this thought that I would maybe do uh, like a page on the website where people could write stories. Um, but um, I should also know at this point, it's kind of difficult to make a lot of people do something practical. Uh, I mean, often we, even at the small camps, we need people to just send, send us their uh, flight itineraries for like 30 people. And that is takes months and months. So uh, to ask 50,000 people to send us something, uh, do something, it was uh, uh, quite a tall order. But um, I quickly saw that a bunch of audio clips came in and uh, I thought, okay, let's run with this. Let's do a podcast episode. And um, I always really liked those old radio shows where uh, people could call in. Uh, they would call in from all kinds of places and say their name and where they were at that moment and tell some kind of story or whatever. I, I really always liked those. Um, so I thought this could be fun. Let's do a podcast episode where people can call in and say whatever they want in relation to 10 year anniversary of Globetrotters. So that's what this episode is. Uh, we actually got quite many uh, submissions for it. So uh, I have no idea how long it's going to be. I just I spent the last uh, week or so just kind of editing editing them and um, and lining them up. But when I put them all together, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. But I mean, take your time, uh, listen to it in a few uh, in, a, in a few rounds or whatever works for you. And um, yeah, let's see how that goes. I'll, I'll try to introduce everyone or at least uh, add some comments to to everyone's entries, but. Um, let's see how it goes. I have no idea. I'm basically just winging this. And from kind of my own side of things, I feel like I've talked enough about how Globetrotters started. Um, there was a podcast episode about this, the story of Globetrotters, and also the book I wrote more than 10 years ago, the BJJ Globetrotter. Um, I just did a 10-year anniversary episode, uh, sorry, edition of it. Uh, where I added some chapters, uh, basically what happened after the book, uh, which is basically the story of how BJJ Globetrotters uh, happened. Um, and um, good news, I recorded it as an audiobook uh, recently. And um, in... Um, and I decided... Um, And I decided that because it's the 10 year anniversary of Globetrotters that I would uh, make it free. So you can download it on bjjglobetrotteraudiobook.com. Um, it is as PDF format. You can download it in Kindle format and obviously you can listen to it in uh, audiobook format. You can also just download it as one big MP3 file if you prefer that. Um, yeah, recorded a little bit amateurish by me here in um, my hallway with a lot of uh, towels hanging on the walls for the sound. It took me almost a year to record it, and uh, but it was good fun. Uh, I'm happy it's over and now it's out there. So yeah, feel free to down download that one if you want to hear more about the story of PTJ Globetrotters. But uh, for this episode, I will kind of skip that. I will say... Um, I will add just kind of a few comments to it. I recently found 
I think I found the exact moment where I would say, okay, Globetrotters started there, which was, um, uh, I gotta find it here on my computer. It's kind of funny. Um, I'll post this on the, on the podcast episode page as well. Uh, it's the draft I made of the, of the patch with the bus and the, the sunset. Uh, it has uh, some, some thoughts about how it's supposed to look. And, uh, that was basically the start of, of everything. Uh, I had a friend draw that up for me and, uh, it turned out pretty well. I mean, we're still using it today, so I kind of like that one. Um, I made that and then really quickly people were super interested in being part of it, even though it was basically nothing but a patch at that time. And, um, uh, quickly I, I realized that if this ever grows into anything, I need to set kind of some ground rules for it. Uh, mm, not that I didn't trust myself, but I wanted to make sure I could never, uh, use it for something evil in a sense or that it could never kind of turn into the this the affiliations and the structure of jiu-jitsu affiliations that i did not like um so basically i i wrote these uh, uh ground rules common set of values uh whatever it's called um and uh, the rule for myself was i can never change them if i want to change them i need to do something completely different um, so they have stayed the same since that first day when I drew this exact uh, sketch of the patch and wrote down these kind of values of Globetrotters or rules or constitution. Some people like to use that word. Um, so I think the only thing that I will contribute to this episode personally is that I think I'll just go through the values of Globetrotters again uh, really quickly and then we'll get to the, to the contributions from people from around the world. Um, they are kind of simple. There are seven of them, six, seven, eight. Oh, I should know by now. Um, never changed. Uh, I can never change them. So um, the first one says we don't pay each other any affiliation fees. And basically this was a safeguard to make sure that I would not turn this into an evil business. Uh, where my relationship with people involved would be that they pay me some money. Um, I would like my relationship with people who are involved to be based on friendship and training and not on business. Uh, so um, if I, from the beginning, say I can never charge anything for this, then uh, there is no risk that Christian, 10 years later, uh, maybe let's say I was running out of money, but I have a thousand affiliates. Uh, let's charge them a little bit. No, it can never happen. Uh, so that said, the other one is we wear any patches we like on our geese, um, which is basically, um, I guess I had some experiences with affiliations or heard about it that um, they make rules for what kind of geese you have to wear or what kind of patches are allowed to put on them. Uh, I like to put a lot of silly stuff on my geese. I think that's funny. I think people should be free to wear whatever the fuck they want. Sorry. Um, we're just adults wrestling. So of course you should wear any clothes that you want. And also uh, it would never be turned into anything where I could force people to wear certain geese and buy my stuff. Basically another safeguard against this turning into an evil business. Um, we are free to represent any or no team in competition, which is kind of the same thing. Um, 
I think that people should be able to compete for whoever they want or nobody. Uh, it's, I don't think it should be, um, I don't think it should be a requirement that you put someone else's name on your results and your work. Um, so it would basically be a safeguard for me to not start uh, claiming other people's uh, hard work in my name, so to say. Um, so let's say if someone wins a big competition and I say, yeah, but look, they wear a globetrotter ski and they fight for globetrotters. Um, <laughs> I think that's kind of weird because I've basically have nothing to do with their their performance and the work they put into that result. So I'd, I don't. I want to make sure I would never take that away from anyone. Uh, we encourage training with anyone, regardless affiliation, of affiliation. I think I think the world has moved on a little bit in the last 10 years, uh, 10, 20 years. But back in the days, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of rules around affiliations that you're not allowed to train uh, with other academies or, or at least other affiliations. Uh, I think back then, jiu-jitsu technique was it was easier to keep it a secret, so to say, but now it's kind of out there. Everyone can learn anything. Um, but um, there was a lot of this, and uh, I wanted to make sure that um, anyone involved in this would not tell people who they could mm, train with. And by train with, I mean meet and potentially become friends with. Uh, I think that is a, that's really a shame if... Uh, if, if you limit yourself to who you can, what people you can involve in your life, and even more to what people uh, you potentially could become friends with. You know, uh, we are willing to promote anyone who deserves it, members or not. Um, and this one means that uh, sometimes people are being held back for all kinds of reasons that has nothing to do with their performance. Um, and of course, a very very important thing here is that. Uh, trotters don't just walk around and promote random people left and right. In fact, I think we're probably by by the <laughs> the number the size of the affiliation versus how many people we promote as an affiliation is probably the l lowest number of promotions in the world. I think last year f five or six people were promoted at the camps. Uh, so yeah, I'm not exactly the the white Oprah Winfrey of jiu-jitsu throwing belts left and right as, as some people think. Uh, but I think the the important thing here is that um, uh, that people have a route to be recognized for their belt level or for their for their uh, performance, so to say, uh, in the sport, uh, regardless if they are members of the affiliation or not. That is really the key. Uh, I don't want it to be a requirement to to kind of sign up for something or pay for something or put my name on something. Uh, for me to recognize someone for the belt they are. Uh, so if I give someone a blue belt, it comes with, it basically means it comes with no um, expectations the other way. Uh, it's not a beginning of a business relationship. They don't owe me anything if I promote them. Uh, again, I promote basically nobody. Um, even at the camps, I personally stay completely out of it. I don't promote anyone. I leave it to the instructors as a whole. And even then, it's a... Uh, it was like five or six people a year, so it's not really that relevant. But I think it's very important that a belt promotion should not be a something for something. You know, it should just be a recognition of skill. Uh, we arrange camps, seminars, and visit each other for training and fun. <laughs> I'm glad I put fun there, otherwise it would have been a nightmare the last 10 years. Um, 
Yeah, basically, I think that's a very important thing of keeping the community alive is that we all kind of put an effort into getting people together and do fun things, you know. And it's kind of simple, you know, you, you put a lot of people together and you train a lot and you do whatever you want to do that you think could be fun. And uh, that is usually a good recipe for a good experience. And uh, I think it's important to notice that here I put we arrange camps as in the community and not just Christian. We arrange camps, seminars and visit each other. So it's not that I create this this organization to give myself a monopoly uh, on the on organizing fun things for people. Um, so it says we arrange camps, seminars and visit each other for training and fun. It does not say Christian does that. That's kind of important. Um, the other one is uh, perhaps uh, I had a few comments a few times that this one should be number one on the list. Um, and I agree. But again, even changing the order of them, even though it's random, I I promised myself I would never change it. So um, it says, we believe everyone is equal both on and off the mats. And this is basically the key. This is the foundation of of everything I want Globetrotters to be, is that everyone is treated equal on and off the mats uh, in jiu-jitsu and outside of jiu-jitsu. Uh, I've seen a lot of... Um, I've seen a lot of... Um, things that is the opposite of that and I personally don't like it uh, some people thrive in that but me no so um, and it seemed like uh, uh, a lot of other people agreed uh, so uh, that's kind of straightforward and I really try to I really try to live by this um, and I try to do everything I do in club charters is with this in mind uh, camps and everything else is everyone needs to be treated equal um, that is key. There are no special deals if you have a higher build rank or whatever. Uh, everyone is the same. So um, so that's that's really key for what I do. And some people disagree. That's totally fine. Um, but uh, that's just how I wanted this, this to be in the long run. And um, yeah, try our best. So that should maybe be at the top. Um, I agree with that. But I mean, it's not an it's not an ordered list. So we believe everyone is equal, both on and off the mats. And if you want to, if you want more background about that, in a sense, uh, I recommend you you read my book. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much where where these uh, thoughts came from. So um, the last one: we strive to enjoy life, people, and the world through Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, it's maybe kind of a weird thing to write, but. Um, I think for myself, I was never very ambitious about jujitsu. I've never been. I am not either now, but I'm extremely ambitious about getting the most out of my life, in a sense, uh, while I'm here. So, in maybe I wrote this as kind of a little push to remind myself that this is the focus: uh, do fun things, meet a lot of people, uh, and jujitsu is the vehicle. Uh, go see the world, do fun things, and meet a lot of people. That's basically what it says. Uh, we strive to enjoy life, people, and the world through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, I think that's working really well, to be honest. Um, I think uh, the main focus for myself, at least, and and basically what the, the camps are and what club charters are, is it's a vehicle to use Jiu-Jitsu 
to meet people, do fun things, and see the world. That's basically what it is. Uh, and my work every day is to try to inspire people to do this more and to inspire more people to do it um, because I think it's extremely valuable. And really, I found for myself that the true currency in life, what I basically what I want to have on my bank account the day I die is uh, not uh, money, but uh, friendships and experiences. The more I have of that, uh, the more happy I feel. And I think that this is what I personally want to try to fill my life with as much as possible. Um, and a big key to that is to involve as many people as I possibly can. Um, basically, for me, it has been getting to know people. It has been the key to getting to know the world. Uh, the more friends I can make, the more places I can visit, the more exp experiences I can have. And... Um, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu has been an amazing vehicle for this. Uh, and um, I can say that in the last 10 years, Globetrotters have definitely given me uh, a life full of friendships and and uh, memories, uh, which is what I want. And I hope I can keep that going for a long time. But hey, uh, I said I would not talk in this episode. And <laughs> now this timer says 20 minutes. Um, oops. Uh, okay, let's move on with this. Uh, I'll stop talking right now, and then I will. Um, I'll start running all the all the audio clips that we got from people. Um, I I think I'll just pick a random one first, and then just kind of see where it goes. Sorry again for talking so much. It was not my intention. I I had not even thought about uh, reading out loud those values of club charters, but they kind of got me thinking. So. Anyway, I will leave that right now. If you would like to know more about the story or the background of Globetrotters, um, read that book or listen to the audiobook. It's been 10 years uh, since I wrote it, so there's take your time. Um, there is no rush. Now, let's get started with the clips from, uh, from people in the community. Um, I will just pick a random one. Um, this first one is from Brad Wolfson from the US. Uh, Brad has been coming to the camps since basically the very early camps, almost, it's got to be almost 10 years. And uh, like many others who has been doing that for so long, uh, he ended up teaching a little bit and now he's been teaching at a lot of camps. So uh, this is Brad Wilson from Connecticut. Where is he from? <laughs> Somewhere around that area in the US. All right, here we go. Happy New Year, Globetrotters. Uh, this is Brad Wolfson. Just uh, wanted to send my little story here or little message here for the uh, podcast about uh, what Globetrotters has meant to me. It's, uh, man, it's been super incredible uh, being part of this thing for as long as I have. I think I've been to this year. It'll be like my 20th camp. And, um, yeah, I just remember the, the first camp in Copenhagen. I think it was like 2014, something like that. Uh, and just what a transformative experience it was. I've been part of uh, jiu-jitsu for a long time, since the 90s, uh, since like 1997. But uh, that was, I think, the first time that I've really felt like part of a bigger community and um, really felt like I, I kind of was part of something bigger than myself. And it was, it was incredible. I uh, made so many good friends that first camp um, that even to this day I'm still in contact with regularly. Um, since then, it's just been this whirlwind of, of amazing adventures all over the world with uh, 
the same people and, you know, adding to the sort of a uh, pool of, of people that I get to meet and get to interact with every time I go. Uh, and I just look forward to it. It's, it's one of my favorite things in my life. And it's, uh, it really has given me um, amazing opportunities to travel, uh, to see parts of the world that I've never thought I would be able to see, like Greenland and some of these sort of more remote places. Um, it's given me amazing relationships and connections with people. And uh, not just because of jujitsu, but just because of similar personalities or adventures or these common things that we share. So uh, happy new year, Globetrotters. And uh, man, I'm just super happy and appreciative to Christian and to everybody that I get to be part of this community. And uh, I can't wait to see uh, a ton of you guys this year, 2023. Happy new year. All right. So um, next one, I'll get right to it. This is a this is an interesting one because it's a guy I've known through Globetrotters for many, many years. Uh, before I even met him, or even saw his face, in a sense. So, uh, this is Anthony Ristucher. Sorry, Anthony. I know you put a some note on, in your office, um, <laughs> ranting about people, your your coworkers uh, pronouncing your name wrong. So I probably did it as well. Uh, this is Anthony from Canada. Uh, here we go. I'm not 100% sure when I became aware of BJJ Globetrotters. It was definitely near the beginning. If I remember correctly, I stumbled across Shogun HQ by accident. I do remember seeing the first patches that Christian created on Facebook and messaging him asking if I could buy one. He seemed a little surprised that someone would ask such a thing. Anyways, he sold me one. Then I bought a rash guard. Then I bought shorts. Then I bought another pair of shorts because the sizing was not right for North America. Or might have just been me. Then I bought a gi. And so on and so on. When I saw pictures from that first camp in Denmark, I instantly knew I wanted to attend one. A couple years later, to my, my, my amazement, there was a camp scheduled for the USA only an eight-hour drive to New Hampshire for me. I filled in all my info and didn't complete the payment process. The next year, the same thing. In fact, there were several camps where I put in all my required info but couldn't pull the trigger. I have pretty bad social anxiety. It's bad enough that I become fearful in unfamiliar situations. Finally, Maine, 2018. I hit that button and registered. The last hour of my drive to camp, I was sweating profusely. I didn't know if I could do it. When I arrived in that little town, just 10 minutes outside of the campsite, I had to pull over. I texted my wife and told her that I couldn't do it. I was coming home. Her response was, don't be a pussy, you're going. I took some deep breaths in a gas station parking lot and continued on. I got checked into my room and lay down on the bed to rest and collect myself. There was a knock on the door and Christian came in. He said he was trying to figure out if people were in the correct rooms. He asked me my name and I told him. He got a massive smile on his face and exclaimed, You're the guy who buys all my stuff. He came and shook my hand and told me that when he saw my name on the list, he was so happy 
that he was finally going to meet me. We agreed to have a role later on, and he went on about his business. I think it was at that moment when I realized that everything would be okay. Of course, I had an amazing time and met so many people that I still call friends today. In fact, I enjoyed it so much that I have now been to five camps and have several more booked, including Heidelberg. This will be my first trip to Europe. It seems that every time I felt stale in my jiu-jitsu career, I attend a camp and it reinvigorates me. I don't know if it's the amazing people I meet or the amazing locations or the amazing instructors. I have not had a bad experience at all. Even getting injured on day one, Arizona 2021, and not being able to roll at camp, I was still so happy to be there. This past year, Maine 2022, during the closing ceremony, so to speak, Christian started telling the story about some Canadian guy wanting to buy patches and rash guards and geese. Of course, I knew he was talking about me. In fact, I even looked over to my friend Kyle and said, hey, he's talking about me. Then he called my friend Kyle Sleeman up on stage with several of the other instructors. Previous to attending, I had asked Christian if I could have an informal assessment at this camp, as I hadn't been under a black belt in almost seven years. Once everybody was up there on the stage and Christian handed the mic to Kyle, my heart started racing. I was a little bit suspicious. When Kyle said that they had all agreed that I should be promoted to brown belt, I couldn't believe it. Matt McPeak tied that belt around my waist. And it's funny, when I saw Matt McPeak get his black belt at that first camp in 2018, I remember thinking that it would be amazing if I was lucky enough to be promoted at camp one day. Well, you all made my dream come true. So thank you, Christian and Katla and Vera and everyone else that has instructed at camp or assisted or just attended. You have all had a major impact on not only my jiu-jitsu, but my life. I love you all, and I will be a participant for as long as this body lets me. Thanks, Anthony, for that uh, story. That was really nice to hear. Um, I'll pick another one here from kind of the beginning of things. Uh, This is Arthur from Paris. Um, he was the first person I met on my around-the-world trip. Uh, very first destination, very first human I ran into. Um, so it's always nice to hear from him. Uh, here we go. This is Arthur from Paris. Hi, Globetrotters. Um, this is Arthur. So um, you may know me uh, from the... Uh, if you read Christian book. I was part of uh, his trip around the world um, on his first stop to Paris. And so uh, ever since then, um, Christian, uh, at first directly, and then um, my name would pop up in, uh, in the discussions. 
in the uh, Globetrotters group on Facebook. Uh, but ever since then, I've been, uh, I've received messages, uh, email, uh, or or whatever from people uh, visiting Paris. Basically, uh, at least once a month. Um, now, unfortunately, um, I haven't been able to meet everyone. Uh, I haven't been able to train with everyone, but I've met so many people uh, through this community. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, like, I'm an English teacher by trade. Uh, that's what I do for a living. So it's always nice when I get to, to meet people and, and speak um, English about, uh, if in English, I mean, um, about my um my passion for training um and uh, not having to think about which uh, words of vocabulary i'm going to use and not be understood by someone um so i've also been to a few camps uh not as much as i would have liked uh, must have been to i don't know four or five at this stage um and it's been a an absolute blast every time um I have to say, I love this community um, because um, you know I've been training for uh, since two thousand and nine, I think. Uh, so it's been a long time, and um, and even though a lot of the people um, I've met um, through through this don't always train, don't always train anymore. Um, I still uh, get some, you know, some messages and and hear about them every once in a while, and it's always nice. It's all. It's also always nice when uh, I get to visit someplace, and pretty much every time um, I can get in touch with someone to get a, a hand. So um, really appreciate the community. Uh, hopefully, I'll see some of you on the mats sooner rather than later. Cheers. And uh, now I got a bunch of, of uh, shorter clips that I think I'll just play without um, saying anything in between uh, because otherwise it'll take too long. So I'll just play a bunch of short little clips that we got. Um, here we go. Enjoy. Hey, this is Alan Titone from Denver, Colorado. And uh, BJJ Globetrotters has been such an amazing experience over the last three years uh, only attending arizona camp so far but i've met people from around the world uh, friendships have been made uh, that i can tell will be everlasting uh, it's also opened up so much to my jiu-jitsu game and uh, it's given me confidence to uh, really just explore and, and have fun in the sport thanks for everything hopefully this isn't too late to put in um, never actually attended a BJJ Globetrotters camp. However, in December, I was utterly riddled with COVID, pretty much just sitting on my sofa, really kind of just wanting to at least engage in BJJ in some way. Obviously, going to some mats and rolling with someone would have been deeply, deeply unethical. But all of the free lessons from the camps up on YouTube really allowed me to like, engage with the sport intellectually, if not physically. And that was a really nice thing to be able to do. So that's how Globetrotters has affected me. Thank you.
My name is Gary Padgett, and I live in a small town in Alabama in the United States. Uh, being a member of the BJJ Globetrotters helps to remind me that the world is bigger than my small town and full of other people practicing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. More importantly, uh, the BJJ Globetrotters is a team that my children can also be a part of that connects them to other children around the world and to me. So thank you, BJJ Globetrotters, and happy 10th anniversary. Hi, my name is Tim, and I'm a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt from the UK. I've never gone to a Globetrotters camp before. I hope to one day. But I have met many Globetrotters in my time of competing and training around the world. And I must say that every one of them I've met, I've really liked. They've always had such a zest and passion for life, and have been very passionate about Jiu-Jitsu in general. Uh, I hope that one day I will be able to get to one of these camps just so I can meet more of these amazing people. And even though the Glow Trotters hasn't been a big part of my life, I can see why it has been for many other people. I look forward to meeting you all soon. P.S. The Lightweight Gear is really, really good, and I would recommend guessing it if you can. Okay, see you around. So my name is Alex Lara, also username Alex Quencho. I found the BJJ Globetrotters uh, maybe 2013 or 14. Read the book, got in contact with the head commander, awesome guy. And since then, I've met several people that have come to Southern California to visit my uh, gym that I train at, Carlson Gracie South Bay. And it's been a great experience. I've met a ton of people from like Norway, uh, a couple that came from uh, South Africa. I met some fellow Nicaraguans, because I'm half Nicaraguan, that had visited and they found my gym thanks to BJJ Globetrotters. I have one of the patches and it's one of my favorite geese to wear when I have the patch on. And it's just nice to be part of a very positive community that everything they want to do is very supportive of one another, helpful for one another. And I haven't been able to, unfortunately, because I'm a middle school teacher, my schedule isn't the best, but I really dream to catch uh, one of the camps and be able to connect with more people. Just happy to be part of a great community and happy to be inviting and to support and meet more people. That's all. Globetrotters made me do my own Brexit. That's it. That's the story. Greetings from Denver, Colorado. This is Marcelo Corpus. Just calling to wish a happy new year and congratulations on the momentous anniversary upcoming. I have to say that BJJ Globetrotters has been such a fantastic community for me. The people make the organization in anything and that's no uh, exception for BJJ Globetrotters. Uh, I'm very grateful for BJJ Globetrotters. The people in the organization were there for me during a tough time when I lost my father last year, and I'll always be grateful. Uh, I've been to two camps so far, looking to go to a third with my wife uh, to uh, the Caribbean to add to uh, Arizona and Iceland. Uh, cheers and congratulations. Hey, my name is Josh Macri. I went to my first Globetrotters camp in 2021. It was a pretty critical time for my jiu-jitsu. I had just left a pretty traditional school that I had been at for 15 years. Um, and I was kind of down on jiu-jitsu, but the, the camp was so much fun that it got me back excited. Uh, and when I got back home, I worked really hard and ended up opening up my own school and finally earning my black belt. Um, and I kind of owe that all to Globetrotters. So thank you, all of you awesome people. So there are obviously a million amazing things 
that I can say about Globetrotters. But I think my top two favorite things about Globetrotters, the camps, the people, would have to be, one, that you are allowed to be as weird as you want to be, and nobody says anything. It's actually encouraged to be your weird self. The weirder, the better. And two, they don't ever drop me while I am crowd surfing. And by golly, that could end up really bad. So thank you to everybody for being weird and letting me be my letting me be my weird self. And also thank you for not dropping me while I'm crowd surfing. Hi, Rich Sapp here. For me, the Globetrotter experience started when I read Christian's book and I decided to look him up online, which eventually led to me attending my first camp in September of 2016, and that was the USA camp in New Hampshire. Ironically, this would turn out to be the one camp Christian would be unable to attend due to the birth of his son. However, it was the beginning of my life as a member of the BJJ Globetrotters family. I've met a lot of great people, some of whom have become great friends of mine. The following year at the USA camp, I finally met Christian and I was invited to become a camp instructor. Having never traveled outside the United States, I chose to teach at the first Germany camp in Heidelberg. This was both exciting and scary for me. I survived and I have since gone on to attend 15 camps and teach at 13 camps and counting. The BJJ Globetrotters have opened up a world I would have never seen had I not taken that chance of going to that first camp. I've had to deal with social anxieties my entire life, and this was a big step in fighting that obstacle. With the BJJ Globetrotters, Christian has created a special group where strangers become friends, and in some cases, more like family. And for that, I thank you, Christian. Peace. Hey, Chris. Uh, first, apologize for my English. It's not my first language. I'm Francis Blesa. I'm second degree black belt under J. Pages. I run my own academy here in Mexico, and I want to say happy anniversary, uh, 10th anniversary for uh, Jiu-Jitsu Globetrotter. I had the amazing experience in Arizona camp the last year. I hope have many more. Happy anniversary. Hi everybody, uh, my name is Einat and I'm from Israel. I train at Octopus Academy in Tel Aviv. And I just want to say that the camps I went to on uh, Globetrotters camps that I went to in Estonia and in Heidelberg were the best experience I've had like in, in a long time because seriously, it was so much fun. I really enjoyed meeting all you great people from all over the world. It was such a great experience, and I can't wait to go to the next camp. The problem is it's just so hard to fit in with the work and everything when life, you know. Um, I just think that it's uh, one of the best experience people can do when if they train, be it jiu-jitsu, because you meet all these amazing people with such great vibes, and um, it's, it's amazing. It's like the world turns into a very small, friendly place when you all do jiu-jitsu together. Um, I'm thankful for being in a few of those camps, and I really wish to go to more. And I hope to see you guys again soon. Um, so, till next time.
Hello, a brown belt here from Germany who has been training for 11 years and for a very, very long time of those 11 years I have known about the BJJ Globe Trotters and the camp, um, especially the Zen camp had always been on my radar and I've always wanted to visit it. And finally in 2022, after waiting for what seemed like forever, I finally got the chance and was absolutely just blown away. Um, Never in my life could I have imagined that it would be the way that it was in the sense that the people were fantastic. Um, I travelled there alone, but once I got there, I wasn't alone. And it was so strange just to have so many people on the mat all wanting the same thing, just there for learning, just there to have a good time. Um, absolutely no hierarchy problems or people being stuck up or anything like that. It was just so, so friendly. And the whole atmosphere of the Zen camp was amazing. Um, the whole feel of it was great. Every single seminar that I went to, which and I didn't go to enough, was fantastic. And I had the absolute best, best fun being a ninja. I think that was definitely a highlight. And... Uh, Getting to know all the people was definitely a highlight too. Hello, Felix here from Würzburg, Germany, um, with my little story of the Globetrotter camps. So, as far as I remember, it was uh, I was at a summer camp in Leuven 2017 and 2018. And with 2017, it was my first camp and I was super eager to attend as many classes as possible. Um, but I felt like missing out a little bit on the social aspects. Uh, although I did the bar, uh, the pub crawl. So the next year I had a friend with me and we both did mainly the open mats and wanted to roll a little bit. The difference being me getting drunk almost every night, uh, starting at the brasserie at the, at the market square. Um, and him staying sober and being super motivated to, to roll as much as he could. Yeah, and then the pub crawl came and we both got super wasted very quick. Um, at this point, I don't remember a lot of it, but um, he still tells the story of me falling down the stairs uh, at the last uh, club or pub um, that's down in the, in the keller. And the next day we wake up, I think at his hotel room or my hotel room, I don't remember. and. He wakes up and he pulls out this bar patch for getting out and drinking once. And I was like, I got drunk almost every evening and you got the patch. So, yeah, I guess I was too wasted for getting it. The words could easily spill off the page about all the incredible experiences I've shared through BJJ Globetrotters. So I'm going to read them off to you instead. With Selena the party cat. Yeah. The most obvious reason would be the corners of the world I may not have otherwise seen without these travels, each with their own majestic bits for someone who enjoys sightseeing, international foods, and getting far away from both the comforts and familiarities of home. Less obvious, however, is an optional homework of sorts that has given me something to do with more purpose in my own life. I really do love martial arts. It's been part of my life much longer than it hasn't been at this point, but over the years I've found less of the competitive drive to keep me training hard and have reached a technical point that's become stagnant with less drive as well. The most important thing I've found to push my martial arts skills at this juncture have been within the community. These friends that i found and look up to in various ways have inspired me outside of camp to come back better. 
even more than myself, whatever little improvements I make between camps are nearly half inspired to connect with more of these friends and mentors. It might sound silly to some of you, but I know many of you can relate, and that's the thing I love about this collective of like-minded martial artists. I've become involved with a number of different communities over the years, but I haven't found as true or deep a connection like this in any of the others. I can't thank each of you friends that I've met over the years enough for this drive and connection. So I hope you're shredding up those slopes nicely, duck and cover from the plague. I hope you all have a blast. Happy 10th anniversary, Globetrotters. I started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as a English teacher in South Korea. I'm American, I was there for one year, and that's how I got into it. I mean, I was the only American guy in my gym too, so all the lessons were in Korean. I don't really speak Korean, but uh, my context for Jiu-Jitsu was traveling. And after our contract, my wife and I, we wanted to go travel afterward, but I didn't want to give up on all the progress that I'd made, so I just looked up online, how do you travel and train at the same time, and that's how I found Globetrotters and through that I, I found gyms to train in the next countries I went to I went in Thailand in Denmark and I kept that momentum going when I got back to the States um, I looked up gyms when I was going for residencies for graduate school anytime I visited friends I dropped into academies, uh, holidays, any time, you know? So for some people, they've been using Globetrotters, I feel like, to plan these long, epic trips. And for me, it's been more like a, a chance to drop into as many academies as I can uh, whenever I can. So it's been more sporadic. It's been four and a half years since I've been training, and since then I've been to 30 or more academies as a white belt. Uh, still a white belt, most, mostly because of all the traveling, but... It's been amazing. Uh, every gym I've been to has been fantastic, and it's really opened up my eyes to all the different ways that you can learn jujitsu. I honestly don't know what my jujitsu would be like without Globetrotters because the network has just been fantastic. So I'm so grateful that this group of people exists. Right, we're back in the studio for a little bit. Uh, big thanks to everyone who called in with these uh, wonderful notes. It was really nice to hear. Honestly, I had not really heard them until right now where I sit and edit them. Um, that was really nice. I really like that uh, sense of uh, people calling in from, from all over. Um, it's like one of the old radio shows. Yay. Uh, all right. So... Uh, I think that actually worked pretty well. Just play them back to back. Um, if I start talking in between um, about everyone who's calling in, I will be talking too much. And I promised this would not be an episode of me talking. However, a uh, bunch of people forget to introduce themselves. Uh, so I will do that really quick. The next uh, clip is from Anton, who lives in Scotland, but who is originally from Estonia. Uh, and after that, I'll just play a bunch of them, and I'm honestly not sure if they introduce themselves or not. But let's see. Let's listen to them. My story with BJJ Globetrotters. Time flies, and 2018 feels ages ago. But this was the first time I started traveling the world with a gi in my suitcase. 
martial arts training in my head has always been associated with traveling because every time I achieved confidence in any of the styles I've practiced, I was always looking to travel to a different place to test my skills against a person I haven't ever met in my life. This has always involved a road trip with my fellow teammates, walking about in a new town, using stupid jokes as a defense mechanism before a fight, relief and celebration following completion of the mission. When I traveled to a holiday in Montenegro in 2018, it was the first time when I came came in for a jiu-jitsu rolling session abroad. And I have managed to experience the range of emotions like the ones I have just mentioned. I then arrived home and like after any other holiday, I started planning my next adventure and ended up on BJJ Globetrotters website looking at the first ever Estonian camp. It didn't take me long to make a decision to book a ticket and come to visit my home country in order to train Jiu-Jitsu there. My first day in the camp gave me so many emotions that I ended up drinking more than I should have during the day one pub crawl. I ended up coming back through empty old town in the morning when most of the Globetrotters were about to wake up and get ready for day two. Having a rough hangover for the next day or two felt like a pretty awesome start for my journey with BJJ Globetrotters. The rest of the camp I spent training hard and rolling a lot, making many new friends I'm still in touch with. The spirit of BJJ Globetrotters encouraged me to plan ambitious adventures and its values helped me to fit in quickly in each and every school I trained in many different places. Looking back from my first travel, it feels like I have managed to create so many friendships and fantastic memories. My jiu-jitsu improved significantly and enthusiasm is as high as it was on day one of my journey. Thank you for listening and see you in the next adventure. Hi, Christian. It's Carly, and I have dragged uh, my partner Yannick in front of a microphone to tell our story for the 10-year anniversary of BJJ Globetrotters. Hi. I've been dragged in front of a microphone. So I guess we have BJJ Globetrotters to thank quite a bit for our relationship. Just this past week, we have celebrated eight years together. Yay. Yay. And we met in 2014. Yeah. And that was already Globetrotter related. I'm from Australia. I was living in London at the time and very much inspired by Christian and BJJ Globetrotters. I would drop into gyms whenever I visited a new city, obviously looking up what uh, gyms were Globetrotter friendly And I was in a city in France called Strasbourg for a girls weekend and very quickly ditched my girlfriends to find a jiu-jitsu gym. And I walked into Yannick's gym. Yeah. Well, not your gym, the gym that you're a member of. Yeah, we had a few people from BJJ Globetrotters and a couple of us would also do the same whenever we traveled. But yeah, we'd also have people drop in every now and then in our gym. So yeah, that's the first time, first time we met on the mats. Yeah, and the club was super welcoming. They invited me to a local beer festival the next day, a bunch of the um, club members. Uh, that was really cool. I wouldn't say that we had any particular 
connection that time though no nothing special happened i would say nothing no so then fast forward a few months and i was in copenhagen for globetrotters camp and so was i uh went with a few people from from my gym and saw carly on the mat again so okay we had a had a few more chats yeah but i would say we didn't really get talking properly until the breakup party at that brewery yeah one of our mutual friends uh she was there with your group she said that we were sitting on the couch together and she could basically see little birds flying around our heads because we were just like clearly falling in love and we were actually, deep in conversation <laughs> well actually we were making plans about our next catch-up which was going to be in paris that's right because i had mentioned to you that i bought eurostar tickets in a few months time to spend a weekend in paris you know i'd found some deal and you were like oh what dates because yeah i had a concert that exact same weekend i was going to attend so so yeah we met up again in paris and that's when we made it really happen like after three random meetups in strasbourg copenhagen and then paris and i was like okay we better actually start dating yeah, now. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, we did long distance, but long distance um, between London and Strasbourg for two years, and then I came and joined you and joined your jiu-jitsu club in Strasbourg. Yeah. And now it is eight years on, and we've bought a house together. And yeah, and we also went back to the Iceland camp after five years together or something like that yeah we went to iceland together in 2019 which was really nice because uh, it was our first camp together since copenhagen 2014 so yeah i guess we'll see each other at the next camp again i guess i can you know can try and make that happen <laughs> a happy 10 year anniversary bjj globetrotters and um thanks, thanks. for everything <laughs> Hello, fellow Globetrotters. Um, I've just gotten back from my third camp, uh, the Winter Camp 2023 in Wagrain in Austria. Um, absolutely broken. Um, it was a hard week of grappling, uh, skiing and uh, partying hard. It's, um, yeah, absolute pleasure to be part of the Globetrotters family. It's my third camp, my second Winter Camp, I did the Summer Camp uh, last year as well. Um, it's great. I think it's going to be an annual event, at least the winter camp. Um, you know, it's great having two of your biggest hobbies in jiu-jitsu and skiing um, in the same sort of place. Obviously, the biggest problem that I have with it is trying to find the right balance. But you know what? It's a nice, nice problem to have, to, uh, finding that balance between how much skiing to do and how much jiu-jitsu to do. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, Globetrotters has, has, you know, three camps in, made a lot of good friends. Three camps in, and I also managed to finally have a full-on conversation with the most grumpiest man in Estonia ever, Prit. Um, literally had a conversation with him, which is very hard. If you know him, it's very hard. He's that grumpy, but actually he's a friendly grump. Um, but look, I've come away learning a lot of new shit, which I'm going to try out. Um, Giving me extra confidence in my jiu-jitsu so um, going to be competing this year for the first time um, in March grappling industry so yeah learned a lot of good shit from this camp which I'll take into uh, my training and into my competition uh, as well um, yeah so massive thank you to 
all of my training partners, uh, the rest of the Globetrotters family, um, coaches, and um, yeah, if you, oh, and if you ever meet Adrian, basically, he's a massive shit talker, so just tap him out and embarrass him and demoralise him to fuck. That's, that's now the new tradition at any Globetrotter camp where he is at. So, yeah. But um, if you're thinking about doing a Globetrotters camp, just stop thinking, just sign up and do it. Um, they're great fun. And I guarantee you, you will you will come back hooked um, and wanting to book more camps. Um, so, yeah, I'm back now and I'm just considering which camp to do next, whether it's this year or next. Um, but, yeah, Globetrotters is great. Thank you to Christian. Thank you to everyone else. Peace out, guys. Hi everyone, it's Christiana. I am currently in Glasgow waiting on a bus to take me to work. But I just wanted to send in a quick voice note to say over the past probably eight years, since about 2015, I've been attending Globetrotters camps with my partner Giles. Um, I think this year I'm about to hit 20 camps and just how much camps have enriched my life and how much everyone I've met along this journey has enriched my life and has pushed me to stay with jiu-jitsu and not give up. And I'm just wanting to say thank you. My bus arrived, so this is a part two. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. I just want to say thank you for providing a way for all of us to meet I have so many of my closest friends that I've met through BJJ Globetrotters and to Christian organizing all these amazing camps and amazing ways for us to travel and explore and connect and I am just grateful, just very, very grateful. Thank you. One last thing, maybe in 2017-2018 Christian um, started processing adoption paperwork for me and Giles so we could move to the Caribbean with him and it is still not being processed and I appreciate Frank Lurocacy is a bit of a nightmare and Covid didn't help however I think it's about time we get this paperwork sorted. Thank you. I was on the bus doing a little bit of deep dive into memories and actually our first camp was a full camp in Copenhagen in 2013 so we have been there for the whole 10 years of BJJ Group Trotters and it has shaped our life so much so much and I don't think either Giles or I would have ever thought 10 years ago we'd end up owning our own gym and for Giles to be doing this full time and I definitely credit Group Trotter and the inspiration and drive and connections that we've developed through that. So again, thank you. Okay, so I'm TJ. Um, I'm a purple belt from the UK. I'm lucky enough to have been to a couple BJJ Globetrotters camps with my partner Beer. Even been lucky enough to work one of them uh, this summer in Heidelberg. And this is my story about how Globetrotters has influenced my life. Uh, it's actually had a huge impact. So in 2019, I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to sort of plug a hole that has been left in my life since retiring from rugby. And 
Thanks to BJJ Globetrotters, that hole has been well and truly plugged and my life has completely changed. And like, that is no exaggeration. This has been a huge impact on my life. At some point in 2019, uh, probably at the end of 2019, as I was starting to become a blue belt and looking for more uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu things, I discovered Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Globetrotters and the seed was kind of planted. I've always been an explorer, uh, traveling into all parts of the globe through rugby and just through wanting to travel. And as it happened, my partner Bia and I needed a solution for our long distance relationship. Our answer, and now our life, after a successful trial run for two weeks in Mexico, was to sell everything that we had and travel full time. At the time, I reached out to Christian via email after reading his book, and, I re and he responded with what I now know is 100% truth. He said, it's only scary until you get out the door, then it all becomes natural. It's kind of crazy uh, because since then, we've spent uh, nearly two and a half years now living in the now across different continents, eating, exploring, training, and making friends for life through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and through BJJ Globetrotters. This is now our life, and I'm very happy to be a BJJ Globetrotter. Thank you so much. I should also add a little update PS here from the beach in January where we are in South Brazil having just finished training a local MMA gym and we've made some friends there and this is just another month of how this life works. I don't think I'd have ever discovered it if it wasn't for BJJ Globetrotters and uh, continue to live the life, continue to appreciate it and would love to see others doing the same. Next few clips are uh, from a few people who don't introduce themselves, as far as I know, as I, as I remember. Uh, the first one will be from Chris Paynes from the UK, one of our coaches that you may or may not know. Um, then there is Tamis, uh, Tamis Willis, also from the UK, used to live in Vietnam, Myanmar, and had some really cool projects there. And then after that, I will play... Hmm, Marco from Finland, yes. Uh, let's play those. Uh, I might play more or return to the studio. Uh, let's see how it goes. Okay, let's go. I still find it kind of surreal. Um, I mean, I think back 10 years ago, almost to the date, it would have been the very beginning of January 2013. Uh, I bought the BJJ Globetrotter book and I would read it on the train whenever I went up to uh, my gym in the next town over. And I got hooked on the whole idea that, that you could do this with jujitsu. I mean, for me, I was just training with a bunch of guys, um, no one really above us, and we were just white belts in a cold gym, and I refused to join a, a Gracie Baja. Um, I read the book, saw this, this thing that jujitsu could be, uh, saw Christian was uh, doing a seminar a few months later in April in Bolton at Carl Fisher's gym. So traveled over. Um, then uh, Carl offered me a lift back to the train station uh, with Christian and we got the, the train back to Manchester together from Bolton. We got talking and Christian mentioned this uh, outlandish idea for a non-affiliation affiliation. Uh, for independent gyms and I was I was on board I was like cool sign me up and that was you know to me this is a black belt talking to a white belt like I'd never I, I revered black belt so much back then um and I found it surreal that he was even talking to me 
he then put on that that first camp or those first camps and I went to the the four camp that year in Copenhagen and this was the first time I'd ever left the UK on my own I'd never traveled alone before you know I had with family when I was younger but nothing like this um went to his gym in Copenhagen made some some friends I still am friends with 10 years later um and Christian changed everything uh and how I saw this sport I mean it was a, a quote he made at the time during a little interview that he gave was that this is one of the best vehicles for seeing the world. And if it wasn't for Globetrotter, I wouldn't be where I am now. I am seeing the world and going to the place that I never thought or even thought I'd even want to visit that were never on my radar and um, living a jiu-jitsu life. If it wasn't for just picking up that book in 2013, I would still be a career firefighter probably uh, doing the same job every day till I retire. Uh, and now I get to go chill with some amazing people at the Globetrotters camps, but also just off my own back at, at various gyms all over the world. And I love this. I I adore this mentality. And I, I love everything that Christian has created. After closing my nightclub business in London in 2013, and while I was recovering from a hip operation, I was sailing with my dad and two friends from Thailand to the Andaman Islands when I read Christian's book. Until I finished the book, I was intending to go back to London to get back to training at the gym where I'd started BJJ a year previously, but I had no idea what I was going to do to earn a living there. And by the time I finished the book, I was inspired to stay living in Asia instead and find a way to continue learning and training BJJ somewhere. I found myself living in Myanmar with no gym, no coach, no mats, but a handful of keen training partners and a three-bedroom apartment and a decent job. So I shipped mats and a bunch of geese and other training apparel over from the UK and I set up a small garage gym in my apartment. I emailed Christian and asked if he would consider visiting to coach us. He just had his first child and wasn't travelling to train at the time, but he enthusiastically helped us get word out and because of the incredible community that he had already built, we had an amazing response and consequently arranged back-to-back coaches to join us for anything from a few days to a few weeks. We learned jiu-jitsu from more coaches in three years than most people will encounter in a lifetime of training. And in return, we were able to give those coaches a memorable experience and also introduce jiu-jitsu to a new country. As well as linking us with coaches, BJJ Globetrotters helped visiting students find us too. And I soon realised the huge benefits to having visiting students drop into your gym. Not only do you experience training with people who have different games to those that you train with regularly, but you also meet super interesting people. Some of the visitors that we had are now lifelong friends of mine, even though we live in different countries. In 2017, I made it to my first and sadly only to date BJJ Globetrotters camp in Copenhagen. And I had such an amazing week with hundreds of like-minded people from all over the world that my love for what he's created only grew even further. I'm now living back in the UK and I've recently affiliated my gym here with BJJ Globetrotters and we're looking forward to a growing number of visitors. I'll never understand the traditional mentality of closed gyms with no guest or drop-in policy. I guess they have their reasons, but it's not the kind of gym that I want to train at. Thankfully, that seems to be a thing of the past, and most gyms these days are welcoming to visitors, even if they're not yet affiliated to BJJ Globetrotters. I don't know enough about the BJJ scene before I started to know if Christian pioneered this kind of travel and train mentality, 
But I can definitely say that with his book and online community and now with the camps, he's definitely infected a huge and ever-growing number of people. And I'm but one of many grateful grappling travellers. I'm currently converting a bus into a full-time home with the intention to travel around the gyms of Europe. And I've started a YouTube channel to document the experience as well as other grappling and travelling content. Jiu-Jitsu has been the main focus of my life for many years now, and I love it more and more every day. And as with anything in life which makes us happy, we want to share it with others. And if I can be any kind of inspiration to others, as Christian has been to me, I'll die satisfied. There have been huge and upsetting changes to Myanmar since I was living there, and it's difficult to express my feelings publicly without fearing for the people still there with whom I'm connected but I'm happy to report that the gym where we eventually ended up moving into is still operating and training is still ongoing. My thoughts are with them often as they live through these incredibly dark times and I hope that life there only improves over time. Happy 10th anniversary BJJ Globetrotters. Can't wait to see what the next 10 years brings. Sometimes you remember the exact moment when your life changes, like a turning point. I experienced one at an old Soviet movie theater in Tallinn in the fall of 2021. I was 42 years old and at my second BJJ Globetrotters camp. A few days earlier I had met a woman from Germany at the camp dinner and what I didn't know at the time that she was become she would become my spouse, my training and my traveling partner. On screen Christian was recounting the story of his friend Frank and the events that led Christian to leave his desk job and apartment in Copenhagen and go out and experience the world. For me it was easy to relate to him as we are about the same age and like him at that time I also work as a software engineer. The story made me think about my life so far. I got my first computer at the age of eight and at 20 became a professional programmer. I had spent most of the last 30 years sitting in front of a screen and a keyboard. Was that something I would be happy doing for the next 30 years as well? Walking out of the theater, I decided it was time to try out something else. I wasn't getting any younger, and there was so much to see outside the comfort of my home and the office. So I asked the woman out, Hey, would you come with me to train Jujutsu in Zurich for a week? It turned out I had met someone who would say used to something like that. So I have spent a big portion of the year abroad and traveled more than ever before in my life. Switzerland, Germany, Austria, Iceland. Those are places I didn't really even think about visiting, let alone spending a month or more in any of them. Four camps, a bunch of gym visits, competitions at home, abroad, 400 hours of training. I am now happier than ever in my life. Next year Anna is planning to move to Finland with me for a few years and after that Who knows? I don't, and I like it. The world is out there and I'm no longer happy experiencing it to YouTube. I'm going to go out and see it for myself. My journey with BJJ Globetrotters started with me at the end of 2020, during the pandemic, and just returning home from hospital after a weekend from hell. What can make one better after spending two nights on a COVID-19 geriatrics ward, but to start online shopping. I came across BJJ Globetrotters by accident, looking for a nice sunny holiday where I could do some jiu-jitsu. Little did I know this was going to be the best accident that I'd ever had.
I originally booked the Caribbean Island Camp in February 2021. Fast forward till a week before I was due to go and I was placed on the shielding list. Just my luck. When the Caribbean Island Camp was announced for December 2021, I booked it without a second thought. I met so many great people and immediately fell in love with BJJ Globetrotters. Well, that and Christian. I knew that this was where I had to give give all my wages to. Not only was it a holiday, it incorporated jiu-jitsu. PCB, or post-camp blues, hit hard the morning after camp ended, and within minutes of waking up, after breaking onto a super yacht at the end of camp party, also, also I slept. Also, I fell asleep in in the nightclub. I booked my second camp. Arizona before completing the necessary paperwork for getting back into the UK. At Arizona, to top off my escapade of becoming Captain Jack Sparrow in St. Bart's, my address was written on my arm so that I could get home. What Eustace did me, I'm not actually convinced, as I got home on my own every night via the neighbour's house once. My favourite memory would have to be destroying a a dodgeball team single-handedly whilst tearing the ligaments in my ankle. Thanks Manning for the wrapping and the painkillers, they really helped. Unfortunately, I missed the third slash fourth match as I was getting my ankle seen to. Thanks Cynthia for stepping in and and the whole team for coming third. Go Mansion team! In Iceland, which was my third camp, I lost my room key on the first night and I had a conversation with some random Icelandic people whom I was convinced were Globetrotters in my drunken state. I may have even convinced them to start jiu-jitsu, but I don't really remember. Thanks Alexa for helping me get into my room via breaking in through a window. On another night, I managed to have a long chat with some elves, with some locals, at half two in the morning, after getting lost. I was soberish. Pharaohs was up next. Myself and Matt Young had a two-horse race for whoever could top the beer count. I came second. However, this wasn't the drunken story that I remember. That was me getting into the back of a random car at the traffic lights and just saying to them, can you take me back to the hostel? No idea how I got back in one piece or how I woke up in my own bed even. Maybe I should have my address written on my arm and an in case of emergency number. Zen camp? was up next for me. Um, Having heard so much about it, I was so excited about going. I got started in the ninja game on the first night. My own fault for not being prepared or paying enough attention. And also thanks to Mark for not pointing it out to me. I was prepared to top the beer count, but I ended up being tied in first place for the nap count. Just about to go to winter camp for, um, for my sixth camp. The 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th camps are all booked into the diary for 2023. I hope they'll continue doing Globetrotters for a while. Thanks, Christian. Alright, so Charles Harriet here. And my favorite experience was just kind of that perfect day at Heidelberg. Woke up with Natasha, got on a little scooter, and scooted our way from our hotel all the way into camp. 
Got to watch her do some yoga as I prepared for my class. Taught an amazing class with her and Dennis and got to be nice and goofy. Before that, took some photos at the open mat and went to lunch with Josh Janus and Megan and Natasha at a restaurant recommended by Katia. Um, as we adventured through finding our ways there on some scooters again, came back, got to do some rolling, had a great time going to some of the instructor's classes, then later on ate some nice dinner and got to eat that beautiful experience that is $1 ice cream in Europe with Natasha. Then we scooted in and found uh, a jazz bar that was actually recommended to us by not only um, Sarah, but actually one of the people who owned the ice cream shop who loved jazz as well and ended up dancing with Natasha to jazz at the end and then scooting on home. Just the magic that can happen in one day is uh, what I love about these camps. It's adventure in another country, another place, absorbing the culture and absorbing these experiences and getting to share them with my, my friends, new and old, and my partner. So hope they get this come this comes through uh, in time. Peace. Natasha tuning in, Natasha Goyasos to be exact. Um, yeah, so it's really hard to say which memory is my favorite. Truth be told, like the very first camp um, going with Charles at the Caribbean camp was really special. It was a nice and intimate camp with many, 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 many women from all over and um, connections that to this day are still with me. I mean, overall, each camp provides something special for me, even if it's the same quote unquote camp, it's always different. It's always different um, people that, and mixture of people that come in, even if it's familiar faces. And there's something special about a group of individuals who have something generally in common, which is jujitsu, but more than anything is wanting to express themselves within movement and um, an eclectic viewpoint of different stories. I like the diversity and I like the familiarity and I honestly really, really have just enjoyed more and more growing as an individual, teaching alongside of Charles, whether I'm teaching Thai massage or being his assistant in jiu-jitsu or overall being able to be playful with so many friends. I'm grateful for all of the experiences that come along the way and being able to connect with people even outside of just the camps. So the way the community is built and keeps a safe space for one another and is really special for me. Um, also, you know what? Favorite, favorite memory? What? I'm getting my blue belt at uh, Jay Page's gym. Um, Charles made that really special by getting everyone who is my essentially my jiu-jitsu family because I get to have my journey be very different in which I get to do my jiu-jitsu on the road with him and get promoted on the road. So I guess I do have a favorite memory. Um, so Globetrotters, um, the most life-changing situation that I've ever been part of. Um, read Christian's book, uh, went to the main 
camp around 2018. It was while I was traveling from the UK to Canada and moving to Australia. At the time then, I went and um, met some of the greatest people in the world at that camp. Um, absolutely legends, just epic. Um, I then, there was a situation where my brother, who was only starting jiu-jitsu, uh, there was a possibility for him to go to the Iceland camp. And I booked, I, I managed to get him into it. And he flew to Iceland and he went to the camp and it was, again, best experience he's ever had, raving, ranting about it. A few months later, having moved to Australia, somehow managed to get myself back to Europe, to the Poland camp. And I thought, Jesus, it's not going to be as good as the main camp. There's no way. It's going to be terrible. There's no way it's going to match up to it. And me and my brother met in Poland. Or no, yeah, we flew to Poland together. We met We met there. And it was life-changing. Best experience I've ever, ever been part of. Couldn't have been better. A few months later, in the summer... 2019, living in Australia, managed to convince the missus to meet some of her friends in Germany, flew over for the German uh, Heidelberg camp, met my brother there again, he's living, he's living in London at the time, thought to myself, Jesus, no way this is going to be as good as the Poland camp was, and holy bloody Jesus, the Heidelberg camp, absolutely, it was the, I think it was the, it was one of the milestone camps for Globetrotters in 2019. I, when I say life-changing, again, I keep using that phrase when I go to camps, but it was so far beyond that, it was spectacular. There is very little that I can think of that was better. So I will be getting back to a Globetrotters camp soon. It's quite hard being 13, 14,000 kilometers away, but every time I go, I come back going, Jesus, I couldn't get any better. And every time I do, every time I leave, it, it, or every time I get to one, it is better. Um, my brother has the same comments. So keep it up, uh, Christian and the gang. Um, you just, you, I, I'm sure you understand what you're doing for people as far as making these camps life-changing experiences. But again, from my side, it's have to say thank yous. Um, it's spectacular there. Just every day, I don't go much time without thinking about one of the camps I've been to and something that's happened that, that happened at these camps. So keep up the good work. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, this from Graham down in Melbourne. Um, yeah, thanks again. And I look forward to seeing you at one of the camps soon. So we're almost there. There's actually only one left uh, for this round. And uh, this is from Giles from Scotland. Giles is uh, also a well-known character from the camps, been coming to the camps for many years, uh, been teaching for a bunch of years as well at this point. Um, Giles is primarily known at the camps for not being able to stop talking and uh, also swearing a lot. So, um, <laughs> so I will run his here uh, as the last one to wrap things up. Enjoy. I hope you understand what he says. All right, troops. I'm Giles. Uh, I live in Glasgow, Scotland, with my partner, Christiana. And I have been coming to the camp since about 2013. I think it was the first ever fall camp that Christian was running. Uh, I think it's not 
it's exactly an overstatement when I say that going to the camps has totally changed the course of my life for the better, uh, just to be clear. Uh, apart from obviously meeting all my fellow lunatics and uh, getting to meet Christian, who is the cheerful ringleader of this band of absolute fucking loon balls. Um, I've also had a chance to see more of the world and, you know, talk with different people and break bread with others, which I, is something I love dearly to do. Uh, there's been several times throughout the years I've wanted to quit jiu-jitsu because at times it looks like it's full of arseholes, but then I've come to camps and I've realised, nah, I'm not quitting. I fucking love this. And then I have uh, come back into it with a renewed passion and vigour and uh, aye, every time I go to a camp uh, there's always tons of familiar faces and, and new ones to get to meet and uh, greet and sort of talk to and get absolutely and utterly pish with it's great uh, who knew who could have predicted about 10 years ago I'd be running my own academy now uh, running after my own lot of students and fuck even up on YouTube teaching um, classes at Globetrotters camps absolutely fucking mental man so why it's uh... <sighs> Christ what do you say I mean it's been an absolutely mad ride I think I'm coming up for 20 camps uh, I'm finally about to get over my fear of getting caught in a fucking hurricane and fly out to the Caribbean this year and hopefully next year I get over my paranoid fear of getting shot to death and uh, go out to a camp over in the States um, so I does that I think ultimately the main thing I've taken from these camps is to just say you know what fuck it and go for it I think uh, particularly Christian's influence has been particularly telling on me. I, uh, through listening to Christian and, you know, sitting down and talking with him and, you know, drinking with him, I've uh, learned a lot about what I actually want to do with my life and ultimately find my purpose, I would say. So I, it, it's been a, a rare time, to be sure. Uh, I, honestly, I, uh, my life would be absolute and utter dog shite if it weren't for going to the camps and meeting everyone and meeting Christian and just... What can you say? On a separate note, if anyone's thinking about coming to a camp or if anyone's feeling a bit like, I'm not really enjoying jiu-jitsu or, you know, my teammates are, you know, kind of getting on my nerves a wee bit or, you know, I'm not sure, go to a fucking camp. If there's one thing which will tell you for absolutely certain if you love jiu-jitsu or not, it's the camp. Because I tell you what, every single time I go to a camp, it's like a, it's like someone's, you know, shot me full of, well, all sorts of drugs. Um, the ones that, uh, the uppers, not the downers, mind you. Uh, honestly, I just get a surge of energy because it's, it's great. It turbocharges you and uh, it's just affirmed my love for the sport and the social aspect and the whole thing over the years. Everything from the rolling to the drinking to just 
talking with all the absolute weirdos, and I mean that lovingly, by the way, because I'm a weirdo too, but getting to just the full package, honestly. I, uh, honestly, if you don't go, you're fucking missing out. It, you're, it's just an experience you got to do at least once, and I guarantee you, you do it once, and there's a very good chance you'll be hooked and you won't go again. So I fucking go, right? Don't be a dick. Don't put it off. You might die tomorrow. You might die today. You might die in a decade from now. Who fucking knows? Just go to a camp. Live life. Enjoy it. It's an experience. Just fucking do it, right? Definitely last message. Uh, love you, Christian. Thank you for teaching me uh, how to give less of a fuck and how to actually pursue the things that I want to pursue. Thank you for teaching me to, you know, not shy away from experiences which might have downfalls or, you know, to shy away from stuff that's got risk to it. Thank you for teaching me to, you know, seize the chance while I've got it. Uh, I wouldn't be here without you. Thanks, Christian. All right, that was it. Uh, that was the last one. I would like to thank every single one of you who uh, sent something in. Uh, a lot of audio clips. It was really, really nice to hear. Uh, it was what I hoped it would be, hearing from a lot of people from around the world. Um, I also got a bunch of uh, text messages, like uh, emails and a lot of photos and uh I looked at everything and I read through everything and it was really nice. Um, I might do something else with it at another point, but I'm really happy that the 10 year anniversary project ended up being a radio show in a sense. Uh, haven't done that before. That was really fun. I hope it also worked out from, from your side. Uh, basically I was just uh, winging it here and trying to put this together in one way or another, but um, if nothing else, I enjoyed listening to it. So, um, right. Um, that's it. Um, this was the end of the 10 year anniversary celebration for Globetrotters. We had a big camp in Austria, big winter camp. It must have been the seventh or eighth year we've been going there. Uh, it was full, fuller than ever. Uh, super wild. Uh, had a great time. Needed at least a full week of recovery after so um it was really fun thanks to everyone who came out to that camp um in a week or so there are 40 people coming here to st bart to the caribbean island camp and then i actually have a kind of a break it's uh, apart from this camp here i am not going anywhere until end of april for the spring camp in Tallinn. um i am a little bit anxious about it about nothing happening but also it's probably for the better because last year was wild 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 uh, 14 camps in a year um really exhausting but super fun uh big thanks to everyone who came out to all the camps last year it was more than 2,000 people um so many good memories and fun things uh, i really appreciate that everyone wants to be part of this um, um yeah and of course, even more that people, even more people want to be just part of Globetrotters in one way or the other. I know the the camps kind of 
fill a lot in the in the newsletters and they they're kind of um, exposed a lot but even though they're big and a lot of people are attending them they're still kind of a small small part of what club charters is as a whole and uh, what club charters is is a uh, is a vehicle to help people meet each other do fun things uh, see the world and do it through jujitsu and uh, that's been uh, that's been the the idea since day one, basically. Uh, I did that around the world trip. I thought, this is great. It should be easier. More people should do this. Uh, and ever since, Club Trotters has just kind of been different ideas of how to make that easier for everyone, more accessible. Um, and I'm really happy to see uh, every time someone go somewhere or even go backpacking on their own, not like it's... Not, not that it was like I invented it or anything in any way at all. Uh, it just makes me happy that uh, people meet, become friends, do cool things, and don't waste their life um, on social media or sitting at home doing nothing. Uh, get out there, see the world. There are lots of friendships and experiences basically just waiting to be picked up anytime, anywhere. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, and... Um, I think I'll wrap up the podcast with this. Um, I guess the next big milestone for Globetrotters is uh, Camp 100. Uh, again, it's just a number, but it's kind of I kind of like these little achievements. Uh, it's coming up, Camp 100, uh, summer 2024. Um, I'm obviously not haven't announced anything yet, but uh, been working on some ideas and. Um, uh, yeah, without saying too much, uh, I hope to uh, announce something this summer. I've been working on this one idea for almost uh, almost a year and a half, or at least 16 months or something. So I really hope it works out. And this is why I never say anything before it's 100% certain, because if it doesn't work out, people get all excited about it. But regardless, um, uh, Camp 100 will make it something special in one way or another. Um, and even if you can't go to the camps, there are lots of things you can still uh, use for Globetrotters. Uh, mat surfing is one option that uh, we talked about in the last episode, which is a project close to my heart. Uh, you can visit people or even invite people to visit you. Um, there's a really big network for that. Um, and if you're just looking for jiu-jitsu inspiration, the Globetrotters in Action YouTube channel is... Uh, has more than almost 3 million views now. Uh, lots and lots of videos were put up for free, professionally filmed from the camps. Um, so if you can't go to the camps, at least you can still learn a lot of the stuff that we teach there. Completely free. Uh, no uh, no need to sign up for anything or pay anything. Um, that's it. I'm going to wrap up this episode right now. It's time for me to get some lunch and uh, just see if I can put this online soon. So thank you again very much for your... Uh, for your uh, everything you sent for the for the 10 year anniversary project and uh, i hope that you had a really good new year and um, that you will be doing some fun projects this year maybe i'll even see you uh, at a camp who knows or if nothing else feel free to message me anytime um, everybody's welcome to come visit in sandbart uh, at any time for the at the big pgj club trotters headquarters uh, it's just me and seven or eight friends basically rolling all the time. Uh, but everybody's welcome regardless of, um, of, the, 
of your level. And um, also, we're trying to host a little competition here in March, March 18. Uh, basically, we're just doing a Sandbot Open competition or Globetrotters HQ Open. It'll probably be the smallest competition you, you've ever seen, but it's from March 17 to 19. It's a weekend and um, it includes free accommodation in Sandbot. It's probably the best offer in history of Sandbot. Uh, two nights of free accommodation is included if you come and compete here. Uh, if you're a black belt, I will compete against you with pleasure. Um, basically, I try to compete as much as I can, but it's kind of impossible these days, so I'm always happy to, to get the, the chance to do that. Uh, any information about that, just message me anywhere, mail at bjjglobetrotters.com or uh, you can find me basically anywhere. So uh, thanks a lot for listening. This was the 10 year anniversary podcast uh, episode. Uh, I have a bunch of ideas for new podcast episodes, but who knows when I'm going to do them. It could be next week or it could be in six months or one year. Uh, this is a slow podcast and that's how it's supposed to be. Okay, thank you very much. Have a nice day and uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>